Welcome to our church as we celebrate Youth Sunday. We will start out with our first song, Come, Now is the Time to Worship. Please stand if you are able. saying trading my sorrows. Yeah. 
invocation with me. We come come to you, you, O God, to thank you for what is good. We come to you, O God, to cry out for what is wrong. We come to you, O God, to ask for your help and restoration. We come to you, O God, with aching hearts and glad souls. We gather as God's children, however glad we are, however out of sorts we are. We come together as a people whom Jesus caused into community. So this becomes a place where all are welcome. As the sun rises in the morning, as the cool breeze ushers in the evening, as the heat of the noonday sun spreads across the land, God is present with us. Let us worship God.
you'll raise your hand so you can share a prayer concern or prayer joy, please. The girls will come around and, and uh, bring you a microphone. I'd ask prayer for a new friend, friend Joe. What's it, Joan or John? Joe. Joe. For his, just for him, to comfort him and to speak to him. Um, this morning I thought of Dr. Charles Stanley. I don't know what's, what is going on, but I, he's a great Bible teacher. Prayer for him, and Thanksgiving, the, the dentist wanted me to make the decision, and I had my tooth pulled, and it was the right decision. Um, I can't visit mom. My coolant is leaking. My sister and her husband are visiting my mom, and I'm thankful for my sisters. Prayers for Joyce Marie, who is having some medical issues, and also with thankfulness to Mark Chase, who did a beautiful job on the light on the outside of the building. So as you go out, just look up and see the beauty of that light. Bless the Lord for another wonderful Sunday. Yes, I just want to say what a joy it is that we can have celebrate the youth today of our church and that they've worked diligently to per, get, prepare their program today. So thank you to them. Yes, I echo that too. Thank you uh, for the wonderful participation of the children this morning. I wanted to thank... Um, uh, we have some visitors, too, with us uh, who are our dear friends, uh, Brad, <laughs> and next to him is Don. So we thank you for joining us this morning. A joy. I want to repeat with the youth. You're doing a great job, all of you. It's great. Also, I want everybody to take notice of the new painted doors of the, that John Swartfager and Denny Walker did. Also, the signboard that Bob, Bob Whiteman has updated. It looks great. And it's just, and the light also. And also, um, I'd like prayers for our friend Marcy and Rick, who will be traveling cross-country to Arizona, that they'll have a safe trip. Rick and Marcy? I believe today is um, Jim uh, Gwynn, his 90th birthday, and uh, as I uh, am sharing that, I. It's my understanding that uh, 
anyone who is available at one o'clock, the whole church is invited to uh, celebrate uh, with the Gwyns uh, his 90th birthday. And that's, um, if you need information on where that's happening, um, please talk to someone besides me, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I have an additional, um, thank you, thank you very much, um, yeah, 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 oh, the pastors are very excited, our oldest son, Josiah, who's in his early 30s, I believe, has been dating a girl uh, who's a Russian national, and they've been living in Vietnam, he's been working as a school teacher, and, um, they bit the bullet and got married this week um, in Vietnam um, by a court clerk in Provo, Utah. Um, so technically, he got married the day before in Utah, even though he was living in Vietnam. But anyway, we want continued prayers for... Uh, both Josiah and our new daughter-in-law, Masha, her safe arrival to the United States. Um, we have yet to meet her in person. My son did go to um, Omsk, Russia, in Siberia about a year ago to meet her parents, and they were in on the, on the, um, the Zoom call, too, so it was nice. We could meet with them briefly and greet them um, in Russian. Um, so anyway, we'd like continued prayers that they'll uh, come safely to the States. But we're really excited, um, especially in this age of COVID. Anyway, um, that's, all right. Um, uh, let's bow our heads and pray, please. Heavenly Father, you uh, guarantee us that you will hear our hearts even before we speak. And as we come before you with um, prayerful and repentant hearts, Lord, uh, we just lift up our continued um, concerns and joys and that you will hear our hearts. We continue to pray for those who are ill or injured. We pray for Joyce, uh, and uh, we ask that you be with her. We continue to ask for prayers for um, uh, Linda. We thank you, Lord, that um, she's feeling better from her tooth extraction, Lord, and we just lift up um, others who might be suffering from um, any kind of illness or injury, Lord, and just continue to uphold all our, our health. We ask that you come beside Joe and strengthen him in a spiritual way, uh, embolden him. Uh, to walk in faith uh, as he continues um, 
And we pray, too, that Sandy will continue to uh, be a source of friendship to him and strengthen him also. We thank you, Lord, for um, the summer months and the flowers in bloom and the crops growing, Lord. We thank you for our sustenance, our homes, the food we eat, the cars we drive. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to provide for us. We ask that you um, continue to bless the church. We thank you for the lovely uh, flowers, um, the lovely lamp above the door, and the doors themselves, Lord. We thank you that um, we have the freedom to come here and worship every week. Um, it certainly is a privilege, especially in this country, and we don't want to um, ever uh, take that for granted. We lift up our youth. We thank you for their presence in our sanctuary this morning. We thank you for their efforts um, as they uh, share the worship with us this morning. And we just ask that you bless them as they grow in the Lord. And we ask also, Lord, that you continue to be the, with those who are not with us this morning. Uh, we ask for special prayers for Josiah and Masha. We pray uh, that you bless their marriage and their future uh, travel to the United States. We ask that you be with Rick and Marcy, too, and, and give them travel mercies. Lord, you are a great God, and we just thank you how we are protected and provided for. We ask that you be with um, those who serve the Lord, um, both locally and across the world, Lord. We thank you for our um, people in government, uh, both here and internationally. We thank you for our servicemen, Lord, and we just ask that you continue to be with uh, those around the world. Um, we ask all these things in Jesus Christ's name, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Alleluia. Again, I just want to welcome everyone to our Youth Sunday. And I'm Karen Whiteman, and we've been practicing for a few weeks on this program. 
Our Youth Sunday focuses on parables or short action stories from the Bible today. Jesus told these stories to many people, and we still use these stories today to help us learn how to live and to help each other. We will finish our program with a favorite action song, Love the Lord Your God. But first, Delilah Spiegel will play special music for us on the piano, Minuet in C. Jesus spent a lot of time with many different people. One day, Jesus sat sharing his teachings with a group of tax collectors and others. But many people, including Jewish central leaders, did not like Jesus having these meetings. Jesus knew that it wasn't easy to change people's minds, so he told them stories to make life's problems easier to understand. One story went something like this. If you're a shepherd with a hundred sheep, and if you lose one sheep, what would you do? Won't you leave the remaining 99 and go search for the one lost sheep? And when you find him, won't your heart be full of joy and happiness? And when you reach home, you'll call all your friends and family and celebrate because you found your lost sheep?
the truth of everlasting water. Once Jesus was passing through a city called Samaria with his disciples. Samaria wasn't a popular destination for Jews, but Jesus had a mission there. Once in the city, Jesus asked his disciples to search for food. In the meantime, Jesus set off and stopped by a well. There was a woman near the well, busy filling water. Jesus asked her, do you want some everlasting water? The woman did not understand what Jesus meant. So Jesus explained, the water from the well quenches the body's thirst, but soon you'll be thirsty again and return for more water. If you accept me as your Lord, you'll find salvation, the everlasting water, which will quench your soul's thirst. God is the source of our salvation. Number three, the lost coin. Jesus told another story about a woman who lost something. Suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp? Sweep the house. And search carefully until she finds it? When she finds it, she will call in her friends and say to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels, even when one person repents. Why did Jesus tell this story? Many of the religious leaders of the day were upset with them because of the people he hung around with. Jesus even even ate dinner with them in their own homes. He wanted everyone to understand that he came to save those who were lost. He also wanted to make it clear that just as we are joyful when we find something we lost, everyone in heaven is also joyful when even just one person returns to obeying God.
Jesus at the Temple. Once Jesus went with his family to Jerusalem as a young boy to celebrate the Passover festival. But on their way back, Mary and Joseph realized that Jesus was missing. Afraid for their son's life, the couple returned to Jerusalem and searched for Jesus. It took them three days before they found the young Jesus at the temple. He was sitting there calmly learning from the teachers. The worried parents scolded Jesus lovingly and said, Where were you, son? We were looking all over for you. Hearing this, Jesus replied, Why were you worried? Didn't you know I would be at my father's temple? The Wise Man and the Foolish Man. This is a favorite parable story from Jesus. Jesus said that everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew repeatedly against the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set strong, solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain, the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew repeatedly against the house and it collapsed, and it was completely ruined. In this story, the houses represent our faith. When you put a hard, in hard work and build your faith on a strong foundation, then it won't be shaken when things get rough. Although, if you take the easy route and build your faith on a shaky, on a shaky unsteady foundation, then it will collapse in tough times.
touching the floor. Whoa! Okay, and then when I count to three, we're gonna jump up all together as high as you can. You guys ready? One, two, three! Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. To Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Uh, who knows what, uh, we're talking about running a race with Jesus, okay? But I'm also going to talk about running a race, a physical race. And so who can tell me, uh, anybody know what a marathon is? What's a marathon? It's like a really long race, and like you just, um, you just run for a very long amount of um, space. Yeah, it's a long race. I've run two marathons in my life. I'm not going to run anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, one of them was uh, in in Maine, and I was I trained for that one, and uh, that went pretty well. 
one of them, the next one I ran was the Boston Marathon, and I did not train. <laughs> that went very poorly. <laughs> okay. Now, um, you can kind of guess that um, if I were to run a marathon right now, okay, does it look like I'm ready to run a marathon? Not. Why not? Because you're wearing a very heavy bag. Right. I've got a big pack on my back. Uh, and w what is the problem with wearing this pack? It might slow you down. It's heavy. It's heavy, and it's going to slow me down. Now, if I take off this pack, okay, and I've really got to lighten uh, my load here if I'm going to run a marathon. A marathon is 26.2 mi 26 miles. And it's like running from here, well, we live in green. Uh, green is about uh, 25 miles. Uh, so it's like running from here to green. Uh, and uh, when I uh, packed my pack today, I've got some, some things in here that a runner needs. What do I got? Running shoes, yeah. And well, I got a t-shirt, t-shirt, huh? Shorts to run in, right? Do I need this to run? Probably not. But I like that. I like my stuff. Nobody can run without Baby Yoda. <laughs> now, it tells us in the scripture today that um, from Hebrews, it says, if you're going to run a race, it says, number one, that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Now, who might be the witnesses to the race that you and I are running for Jesus? Who would those witnesses be? Um, the angels. Yeah, the angels. Okay. Anybody else? Anyone? Yeah, mom and dad. They're, they're your witnesses. They're your cheerleaders. Your teachers are your cheerleaders. You know, when I was running the Boston Marathon, I was out of shape. And I finished the race. Uh, but my, well, my girlfriend, <laughs> sitting right up here, <laughs> she was one of my cheerleaders. Okay? Now, I kept running like an idiot. <laughs> okay? I should have stopped. But I kept running because there were cheerleaders out there, like my wife, along the way, who said, you can do this. Keep going. Okay, and I eventually finished the Boston Marathon. It wasn't pretty, but I finished the race. Okay, and it also says here 
So you're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Now let us lay aside every weight. Now, I don't need a lot of this stuff to run, do I? No, I don't need it. It's just extra weight. I need to get rid of it. Uh, and it may be good stuff. I got Baby Yoda there. I got the sloth. You know, these are good things, but you don't need it uh, to run the race. And it's the same thing with Jesus. There's things that you and I um, may, like my cell phone, okay? It's a, it's a good thing, but I don't need this at times to run the race. I may be spending too much time on my cell phone and not enough time with Jesus, uh, or it could be TV, or it could be on my uh, PlayStation, it could be whatever, okay? They're good things, but I may be spending too much time on them and not enough with Jesus. Then it goes on here, it says, uh, and sin which clings so closely, okay? So anything that uh, would have us miss the mark, okay? If the mark, Jesus Christ, and that's the bullseye, anything that takes me away from Jesus Christ is missing the mark. Again, these could be good things. Uh, they also could be bad things. What would, be, what would be some bad things that would take us away from Jesus? Um, uh, like people who tell us not to follow Jesus? Yeah, yeah if you're following the, with the wrong crowd who are dragging you down, and want to do things that you shouldn't be doing, really, if you call yourself a Christian, yes, that would be a bad thing. What else? Anything else? Anybody? Uh, well, another example, okay, would be, uh, let's say somebody wants uh, you to uh, watch a, a movie that your parents wouldn't allow you to, okay? That would be a bad thing, okay? Uh, and so something like that uh, would take you away from what it is that you know you, should, you shouldn't be doing. It would take you away from what you should be doing. Um, and then it goes on, this, this verse says, okay, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You know what I really liked with you kids this morning is that each time, just about each time you did one of the parables of Jesus, uh, there was joy. Uh, you were hopping on the stage. You were uh, excited about finding the lost coin. You were excited about finding that sheep that had gone astray. Uh, and you were excited. And the, and the parents, Jesus' parents, were excited about finding uh, Jesus uh, at the temple because he was at, at his father's house. So I, I think uh, the encouragement uh, today is from, of course, you guys were a hard act to follow, I tell you. Uh, you know, with your parables and, and the skits that you did. So I just want to say how much I appreciate Let's give them a hand again, shall we? That really was great.
And uh, so, but let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. And uh, we thank you that we're in a race, Lord, and, and we don't want to uh, be uh, set back in the race by stuff that we just don't need. Yeah, it seems like it's important in our life, but boy, I tell you, we, we just don't need it uh, in our walk with you uh, because we don't want things that are going to take us away from the joy, the true joy that is ours in knowing how much you love each one of us. Help us, Lord, to focus on that and not be distracted by everything else that's going on in the world, uh, good or bad. And so we just lift this up and we just give you thanks for, for this and, for, of course, for the children's participation today. And uh, we just give all of the glory to Jesus Christ himself. For it's in his name we pray. Amen. Uh, better is one day. If you're able to, let's stand. Better is one day. Spirit's one. 